0: When it comes to being an entrepreneur, specifically a solopreneur, there are a lot of ups and downs that we go through throughout our day. And this is where the inner game comes into play. You can have all the best marketing sales tactics and strategies and whatnot. But if your inner game is off, you are going to stay stuck and you'll be left wondering how come nothing's happening. I'm doing what everybody says and I'm just stuck. That is where Tuya Kalpinen comes in and I know I nailed that name cause I clarified beforehand. Um, today we're talking about the inner game of being a solopreneur and uh, just being an entrepreneur in general, but a solopreneur is like, you are the one running your business and this is really such a huge topic and I'm super excited to dive into this. So Tuya, how you doing?
1: I'm great. And thank you for having me. And you are pronouncing my name perfectly.
0: Yes, we were talking about it to is from Finland and I am, I have roots from Sweden. So I was telling her when I see family and they teach me Swedish, they're surprised at how fast I can articulate the the words and everything, because uh, I don't know, I just, I'm assuming that that's from my Swedish side.
1: Yes, we are almost cousins. (laughs)
0: almost cousins basically yeah i'm actually i was telling her i'm going to sweden in uh june june 20th and i'll be there for a couple weeks and i might end up coming over to finland
1: yes and then you must call me i'm right almost in the center of
0: helsinki so okay it it might it might happen i can't promise anything but we'll work towards it (laughs) Um, okay let's talk about the inner game of entrepreneurship and being a solopreneur i do want to know What kind of made you decide to help people with this and really focusing on that inner game for solopreneurs?
1: Well, I've been solopreneur myself for for many years. Uh, so And I have had to face these kind of challenges that solopreneurs generally do have to face. And uh, because I couldn't find help myself, I've been attending... All sorts of seminars and training courses, and uh, even even in USA where you are based, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, and all over the world. So so I never got this this real help for myself, and then uh, I got tired, tired and uh, fed up. Really, uh, why I couldn't get any help and get forward, and then I, then I discovered this idea of the new training program. It's called Never Getting There. And it's really for micro and uh, solopreneurs to to solve their problem, everyday problems that they face in their working life. Mm.
0: So what are these everyday problems that the solopreneur can face from, the, from working with people and everything that you've seen that kind of stirred up this, um, this program?
1: Yes. Um, they could be just that these solopreneurs, they get overwhelmed with with issues that because they have to handle everything Mm. uh just by themselves and they might not have anybody to talk to uh so so they might get overwhelmed with issues the task at hand and don't know where to start and uh, some solopreneurs you know um they might develop their products endlessly. They use all their time uh, developing their products, and they never get ready, and they never get to sell them. So they get stuck, and that's a that's a easy way to run into economical and financial troubles if the cash flow is not flowing in. And um, some just get too uh, easily too excited, and they they have this brilliant business idea. And they never get to the goal because on the way to the goal, they get tons of other business ideas and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, their attention start to go here and there. So there are lots of different kind of this kind of tiny little problems that cr- grow into really big problems and they tend to not to reach their goals and mm-hmm. their revenue stays small. Mm. Yeah. Those are just some of the troubles and challenges they face every day
0: yeah oh totally being a solopreneur when you don't got a team and you uh close a big deal or get your first sale you're like ah this is amazing and looking around and nobody's there so you kind of pat yourself on the back and it's like oh let's just get back to work here we go it's so yes, true you,
1: you know how to handle this but many many solopreneurs i know by experience that uh, once once we get hit this one very good deal. Then we start working on that, and after two weeks, we have no deal. We have no cash flow. Mm-hmm. So you know there are lots of issues that the solopreneurs need to think about and uh, solve these these issues so that the twenty four hours per day is enough. Mm.
0: So okay, so I'd love to know what what kind of tips do you have for us as a solopreneur, whether we're full time as a solopreneur or. If we're typically if you're a solopreneur, you know, a lot of people, they're working another job on the side as well, because because of these ups and downs that we have with income. So what would you kind of recommend for someone to, to go, I guess, start going about their day and, and their time to best use it to get that consistent cash flow?
1: Well, the first thing, um, uh, the uh, just like I started my uh, my pilot course last week here in Finland, I have a Finnish product and then I have a, a global product in English. And we start by uh, thinking how to take care of yourself, not just physically and mentally, but especially what happens in your brain. Uh, because uh, if we get them, um, especially those solopreneurs who work for somebody else, and then in the evenings and weekends have their own business, they must be tired. And if they don't sleep well, if their, you know, diet is not very healthy, if they don't do exercise, their brain, their command center, the brain is not going to work properly. So that's where we start this journey altogether. So we need to, you know, uh, make sure that the productivity level stays steady all through the day. And I really respect those solopreneurs who work for somebody else. And then in the evening, or weekends, they, they do their own business. Mm-hmm. They, they are my real heroes.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that it's even more important. And this is like, cause I, we have a similar audience. This is where, uh, my productivity background really comes into play because okay. you have to get, I was a productivity, I, we didn't really talk about this. I was a productivity coach um, before I started helping people with like entrepreneurship okay. and selling courses. Cause that's where I learned about passive income with online courses and that kind of stuff. But okay. I have always been obsessed with how do I yes, grow my income, but also decrease my work hours. And cause like, I don't, you know, I, I didn't get into business to just have this huge empire and then I'm working all the time and I don't get to spend the time or have time to take care of myself, to do the self care, yeah. to spend time with my family and friends and whatnot. So I prioritize that stuff. And like what I like to do many different things, but one example is just time blocking because it works for me. I can tangibly see on my calendar, which is filled to the brim with colors and things. It looks very pretty, but it's organized for me. And I have my work hours on there and they typically end around, or they do end at 2 p.m. But sometimes I'll go a little bit longer if I'm just kind of finishing up a project or something, but that's my cutoff time. And I say I'm done Mm -hmm. because I'm working for those hours. And then after that i have family and friends and i do my best i have an i have a alarm system that i use and it reminds me to get in the mindset of like family and friends there's a time where it's it's necessary to be doing your work and then there's a time where it's necessary to spending time with your family and friends so
1: sounds sounds like james you've been on my course
0: (laughs) that's amazing yeah i mean that's like you i think the biggest thing as a solopreneur If I could put it into like very, very simple terms is boundaries. My way of having those boundaries is time blocking. And that's just one tool that I use, but what kind of advice do you have for people when you work with them or that content side of your course that we can, we can really establish and distinguish those boundaries in our life?
1: Well, um, I just, I just personally made this kind of very big change in my life. And I I'm I have very structured working days and throughout the week and every Saturday I have a day of no work at all. So it's it's very important for everybody, whether you are a solopreneur or a big boss in a big company, to to really have the structure of the day, and you know when you have the, your time off, and they are very clear that you then you just do something else that your brains don't have to think about your mind don't have to think about the uh the anything to, related to the work so so um we come to this this um this other issue that is very important here to to recognize with solopreneurs and micropreneurs the uh is that there sometimes there is uh, this is something to do with some kind of a, uh neurodiversity issues just like i do i i was diagnosed with adhd and i very that's 20 years ago and i never got proper help here in finland uh except very good medication uh so and i realized that uh, and even the studies show that lots of entrepreneurs uh they have these kind of adhd add related uh, the uh, conditions and and reaction to to issues. So uh, I want to help. This is one of the reasons I I established this whole program is that I want to help these people that they might not get any help anywhere else just like I didn't. And I have um, I have established this program one by one that how people get help. And when when I started the uh, pilot program last week, I have um, all the participants there are very interested in in uh, getting to know. They really feel that I can help them because, you know, their brains work differently. They get this kind of brain fog. They, sometimes they don't know how the next day will be. So that's why they get exhausted and tired and that becomes a vicious circle if they don't get things done, if they don't get their work done, if they are tired the next day and so forth. That's why we start with taking care of ourselves and especially what happens in our frames, in our command center. That's very important.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I agree. What, what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about getting started in entrepreneurship? Because I have a bit of a diverse crowd where there's people who are like very more established, the people in the middle who are kind of working a job and doing this, and then the people who are still in a job, but they haven't even started yet. So what advice would you give to someone who's just thinking about getting started to be an entrepreneur or solopreneur?
1: Um, I would advise to talk to you or me who are very experienced entrepreneurs to really to discover what are uh, this person's strengths and weaknesses, and and how does he or his or her the uh, brain work uh, works really? That the can they be consistent? Are there constant problems in concentrations? Do they get, uh, as I said earlier, too excited easily about new ideas, and then they just change their way what they're going to do? Mm. These are the basic issues that the uh, many times entrepreneurs are uh, the risk takers, and it's it's all this ADHD related also, uh, and um, and. Uh, we get lost on the way to the goal and we might uh, spend money too excessively and we run into financial troubles. This is one of the very big issues that we talk in this, my new program, because because, uh, we need to get our finances right. So uh, there are lots of things, but I would I would suggest that this person who's thinking of becoming a solopreneur is is to talk to somebody who is very experienced entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. to get some advice.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. I mean, I wish that I knew what I know now when I first started, (laughs) but like, yeah, I wish so
1: too. (laughs) I think that that's,
0: I think that for any, any one of us, you know, you, you, me or the listener or anyone it's, that is what like we get into entrepreneurship for, you know? Cause I I was in, I was in construction work like way back in the day and that's what my dad did. And it was just kind of like, here's what you're gonna do. Cause that's where he found success. Like, and I I was making good money. I was doing like six figures, you know, and I was young and um, I just wasn't happy. I was just grinding all the time. And I just dreamed of having this, like this business where I could somehow, I didn't even know what coaching was or anything. Somehow I could make money um, helping people in some way and have like flexibility to travel and live like that laptop lifestyle I kept seeing everywhere. I didn't know coaching was a thing. I didn't even know you could actually like be the person that helps them. It just didn't like put it into my head. And then I found out that you could be. And I started this whole journey where I got into like life coaching originally because that was the best option that I could see. And then I felt more like a generalist. So it evolved into me teaching productivity where I was more of a specialist. And that's like, like I said, where I learned like online course sales and automations and that kind of stuff and making money overnight. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, And then people started asking me, how do you do that? And that kind of what led me here. And I I think that, you know, like I am now what I wish I could have been back in the day. So I think that what I'm getting out with all this is like in your entrepreneurship journey, you don't need to be at the top of the mountain. You just need to be A little bit further up and then you can help someone behind you even if it's one step further that's okay you know eventually yeah eventually you get to the top
1: yeah and i love your story this is this is how we usually start but you 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 hit the hit the uh you went over the off the roof (laughs) to start with (laughs) yeah but i love you i love your story so so you know i also started my business i'm a, a style consultant Oh, wow. uh, I advise um, that's my side business nowadays, but that's how I started. and I, I advise business people how they should do their appearances and what they should wear and all these kind of things. I'm quite famous for that in here in Finland. Very so cool. but but that's just the side business now and I when I discovered this, never getting their program and, uh, and um, but I started from total zero, when when I started the style business. Mm. But you know, just like you, then you learn along your way, you learn all these little things. Like you were saying in the beginning uh, about these microphones and things. These are right. all the things that you learn one bit why one by one, and uh, you know how to do WordPress, your landing pages and home pages, and all this kind of thing. So I'm I'm ready with this uh, this uh, uh, training program now because um, you know this is like what I've been waiting for, mm-hmm. and I'm I've always been. This kind of person to, I love to just like you, love to help other people. Mm-hmm. What you know, you help other people with that, and I, I do the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I have this international background. I used to live in London and Tokyo, and that's why I was married to a British man. That's why I speak English mm-hmm. uh, so well. So, so you know, the uh, that's why I have this uh, Finnish product, and then also I want to, I want to help the global audience, global Mm. solopreneurs as
0: well. Right. Yeah. And I think that, I think that as solopreneurs, like it's really easy, especially when you're getting started to think like, there's all these people that I look up to, you know, and I watch their videos or read their blogs and their content, they're doing like huge businesses and they're really successful. It's like, well, that person started out, you know, in the fitness industry or style business Mm or whatever they teach. And they started out in the same exact position as you. And it's like, you just have to, like, I wish someone told me that early on of like, you just like, it's like, we know this, but we don't embody it, I guess, early enough where you just have to teach what you do know and learn like my three-step system to overcome imposter syndrome, which is what it comes down to is like, learn from people that you admire that are doing the thing you want to do well, implement everything that you learn from them and just actually do the work. Like if you buy their course, suck every bit out of the courses you can, be a star student, and then teach from your experience. And that's all you can do. You know, and I've had to kind of coach myself through that because like, I started helping people with online courses and like business-y stuff. And it's like, I always wanted to do that. It's like part of the dream. But when I started doing it, I had so much imposter syndrome. because It's like, well, I'm not like some multi-millionaire person. It's like, well, I don't need to be, I just need to be more knowledgeable than someone I've worked with, people who are far more like financially successful in me than me, but they get so much value from the stuff that I do with them because of all the things I've learned along the way, and that's exactly. created this new product, which is me.
1: Yes. And I what, what you just said is, um, what I would say to this one person who wants to be an entrepreneur mm. is to be honest. And really genuine himself or genuine herself. Mm. So so not to try too much. And as you also said that learn as much as possible, attend all sorts of courses and seminars. uh, And uh, but but then... Um, apply it to your own business and to your own doing just the way you do it mm-hmm. and then it becomes very genuine and and people will then be interested in that if if one tries to be like a, is masking all the time or trying to be, if you go on the stage I'm also a speaker, if you go on the stage and you try too much and you, you are not genuinely you there, yeah. the audience will immediately know and they they stop listening and they you know they discover their mobile phones and start, start yeah, watching sure. the screens so you know anything what we do is just to be you and, mm-hmm. and genuinely oneself yeah that's very important
0: yeah i think it i think it is massive especially when you're in like typically solopreneurs nowadays a lot of people especially if you're on this podcast it's you you want to get into some sort of like coaching style where like yeah, and that's like my audience is like, you want to teach something that, you know, to people in the form of a one to one program, a group program or a, like an online course or a book, anything like that. If you want to teach from your experience and that is everything like you have to be as authentic as you possibly can, because yes. people resonate with people. And if you're going to teach the things that you know, that's a people business. Because you're helping another person, it's people helping people. So authenticity always wins.
1: Yes, it does. And uh, what I also uh, help with the solopreneurs in my p- new program is is to is transparency, mm-hmm. uh, and and so that we learn to talk about issues that are bothering us. And then when we work alone, we might not have anybody to talk to, and and there might be issues that the solopreneurs are holding back and those things are holding them back and if we try to hide uh, those kind of shameful issues or or something that we are ashamed of or we don't want to talk about, it starts to direct our doing, mm. our actions to the wrong direction mm. and further we go to the wrong direction, it's it's more difficult to come to the right right way again. So. Um, In my program, I I tell my audience my own experiences that what I have experienced as an entrepreneur, what kind of troubles I've run into and what I've been shamed of just to be an example to all others so that they can open up too. So this is also a community of same-minded people so that people would start to open up and talk about their issues, and you know usually if we are shamed of ashamed of something it's we it's much bigger problem between in our own head mm-hmm. that once we come to open to open about it out to the open the it's not that big issue in the end yeah so absolutely. so th- th- these are these are very important important, uh, issues for any entrepreneur or solopreneur, especially if they don't have anybody to talk to or be accountable to. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I actually have a, um, a story from that too, where I, uh, if you look at old YouTube videos on mine, I had this black background it's cause I lived in a way smaller place and I was building my business and, uh, my girlfriend and I live in a much bigger place now. It's really nice. We love it. And, uh, it's in Petaluma, beautiful place and, um. Yeah, I, I, I had this black background, people would ask me about it. And I have a video on my YouTube channel and it's like what no one tells you when starting an online business. Um, I think that's what the title is, It's something like that. But it's like, it's yeah. the least polished thumbnail and I did that on purpose, yeah. not to go viral or anything cause it didn't and that's fine. Um, but it was very raw. I literally shot it on my phone and just yeah. published it and that was it. And uh, I published it from the room that I was in, but like the bed was right behind the black backdrop. So it was like me, my office, a little setup, the black backdrop, and then my bed. And my girlfriend would be in there and she'd be hanging out in the bed, you know, and like relaxing while I'm like, babe, I gotta shoot a piece of content or I got this like coaching call or something, you know? And I'm working (laughs) with people and I'm building up my business and whatnot. And uh, I, you know, like we talked about earlier, made a lot of investments, got into a lot of debt. And I learned a ton about what to do and what not to do and how I can find my own way. And that's something that you can't really get around. You'd have to just find your own way as an entrepreneur. Someone could give you the whole quote unquote blueprint and then you're like, yes. I, no matter what, you gotta put in the work and find out how you can apply you to the process. So anyway, yes. I had this uh, black backdrop and I was like, I, I had this feeling inside of myself that I have to be transparent about this because I understand at this point in my career that authenticity wins, always wins. It
1: always wins.
0: So I made this video in the room when we were moving out and it was like the last video I ever filmed in the room. And I I showed everything. And the room was a total mess because like we were moving, you know, so there's just stuff everywhere. And I was like, it was cool because I actually built that house. It was on my my family's property. And um, I built this little house for like myself, little studio thing. And I showed like super raw, this is the black backdrop. Like this is what was behind me. And people That's were like- viral.
1: <laughs> it did not go
0: viral. And I was like, I don't care if it does. I'm just, I'm, I'm attached to the fact that it's going to be real and be valuable to someone and show them that you don't need to be perfect to just get going. Because my yes. business paid off that debt and then it allowed yes. us to move into a bigger place. And I was doing all of that in this tiny little place with crappy internet on a 13 inch MacBook Pro. And now I have this way bigger screen and nicer computer and all that stuff. And um, yeah, someone, there's some people like disliked it, they got mad or whatever. And like what whatever it was, as I was giving like financial or not financial advice but giving like how to make money advice, you know, as I was learning. And this person, um, and I was just teaching the things that I knew. And then someone messaged me who I had a conversation with and he was like really stressed in his business and uh, growing it. And he was like, I like, can't thank you enough for making that video because it shows me that like, I am even in a nicer situation than you are or you were, and you're still going and you're still doing it. And it's like, yeah, because I'm just being real and showing you this. And they were like, they thank you so much for doing that. And it really like put a fire under their pants to actually like do something.
1: <laughs> exactly. And that was a perfect, perfect example that a person who wants to be a solopreneur entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's yeah. a perfect example. Absolutely. So, so uh, but, you know, in, in the in the program, there is there are many, many points and issues. And one of my favorite points is uh, you know, you know, this word, uh, dopamine junkie. Oh, uh, yeah, we... dopamine
0: junkie. <laughs> Guilty as charged.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I love the word. Uh, the, uh, and I, I see this happening all the time that the, the, we try to blame others, but we, really, what we need to do is to look at the mirror. And we see ourselves there, and 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 we need to point out that what we do wrong ourselves, and we usually we uh, spend the time with uh, hunting this dopamine effect, and uh, that's very very useful, and uh, that is something to do with you know also with the brain, and uh, and that's one big part big, big uh, part of my training program is is to talk about this dopamine junkie
0: mm, right on well where can people learn more about you where can they learn more about your program and what? Now, what's the best way to get in touch with you
1: okay i'll um perhaps you can put my uh i'll put links here. in the
0: description for anything that yes you
1: mentioned. yes yeah, yeah. you do the the uh the uh the link there so yep. i i messaged that to you but you would you were busy, i guess the uh so you can do it later on
0: yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm
1: starting this um, um, global pilot is starting in June so and it's for early bird price now so do do check the link when James put it on his on his podcasting just pages. to
0: clarify it's um impactqueens.com slash never getting there correct
1: that's right yes
0: okay cool I have it yeah it's all in my calendar. I got things organized so we're good <laughs> okay so make sure that you check out for the listener impactqueens.com uh, or impactqueens.com slash never getting there. And then you can check out more about Tuya's program. And um yeah, I mean if you for the listener, like if you're a solopreneur, you're thinking about getting into entrepreneurship, take that one little piece of advice from today that's just sticking with you. If it is just about, you know, being more authentic and not being afraid to just put yourself out there, like nobody can grow your business except for you. Um, I, I'm not a fan of done for you. Uh, I've hired people who do done for you and all that. And it's like, I think it's better to teach people how to fish. And the only way that you can really do that is by having, like we've talked about a good guide, someone who can guide you, who's trekked the path further than you. They don't need to necessarily be at the top of the mountain and that's willing to teach you and willing to help you and share with you, um, how to do it. And you just got to find those people and connect with them. If it's me, if it's Tuya, whoever it is, connect with them and then, yeah, just, Implement that thing to just get out there because you are the only one who can build your business. You have to create your content. You have to make your own offers and that's how you do it, okay? There's no getting around it. So take what you learned here, get out there, make something happen and we will see you in the next one.